0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Step on Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: And welcome to Activists Around the World. Yeah, I've, I've changed it again. This is what we're going to keep doing. We're just going to make it. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so we are celebrating people who have or continue to do things that impact their community, our community, and therefore the world. And today, we're celebrating the beautiful works of disability activist Shuti Lata Singh. And Singh is a DeafBlind activist who is making history in India and around the world. And just in case you don't know, DeafBlindness is, quote, a rare condition in which an individual has combined hearing and vision loss, thus limiting access to both auditory and visual information. And this is according to the National Center of DeafBlindness. And specifically for Singh, uh, hers is a progressive DeafBlindness, which means she loses her sight and hearing bit by bit through her lifetime. So it has gotten progressively worse, and it is getting progressively worse, but she is actively able to still communicate and still see sign language um, and so she has some accessibility but it is getting more and more difficult for
0: sure yes and when it comes to education opportunities the center reports educational resources and accommodation are more difficult to access due to the multiple diagnoses and due to the systems that are not set up to provide the full services that they deserve in the educational systems. Um, quote, Because deafblindness significantly impacts a child or youth's ability to access information, communicate, and interact with other people, it has profound implications for educational services. The limited sensory channels available for learning necessitate developing a highly individualized program for each child that addresses their interest and unique ways of learning. Sensory deficits can easily mislead even experienced educators into underestimating or occasionally overestimating intelligence and constructing inappropriate programs. Assessment is crucial every step of the way. Right. And I know we've talked about the system, uh,
1: especially when it comes to individualized education plans um, and uh, active helping for those who are in the disabled community who may need a little more assistance. Uh, And it's hard to get. And a lot of the times, there's no funding in the schools. Uh, If you really want something to be done, it's probably privately funded. And I think that needs to be said overall. This is a worldwide problem. The United States is probably... I haven't looked at the statistics, not that great when it comes to working with children with special needs. Um, and I say this as in like school level. And um, I have seen the testing system in order to get any type of assistance for that. And it's difficult. And if you don't know what you're doing, you can be railroaded by the system that does minimal to keep kids out of the way instead of actually educating them. So. This is a worldwide, and we, we, we want to make sure we address this, even though what we're, who we're talking about is based in India. Unfortunately, these experiences are, again, international. But for Singh, being born girl was an added difficulty for her to access her independence. Singh recalled her own experiences of being isolated in her home, and she spoke about her fears of being out in the world, as she and many of the women didn't feel safe due to the violence against women in her area, and oftentimes were limited to just getting married and then staying at home, um, and that was their future. Um, And though her brother, who also was diagnosed with deafblindness, he's been able to have more opportunities to do more, uh, such as independently traveling and just being able to communicate freely because it was a little less uh, taboo for people to be closer, standing closer, being able to access, touch people, kind of, if you know what I mean. Like women are definitely all about you need to uh, stay a certain distance. And this is how she explained it. You need to stay a certain distance away and therefore this level of respect that really limited her ability to see and talk to people. And meaning like she needed to be in close proximity. Uh, One of the pictures shows her with her interpreter and very close because that's how she sees. Um, So if you need that type of interaction and you're not allowed to to do that because of social taboos, that definitely limits who you're able to talk to and what you're able to do. Um, but she was able to finish and complete schooling with some help from her family who are uh, educated and was able to assist her. But she was doing this without the school's assistance or support. So that says a lot. And we know that can make a break a lot of students and her educational experience again was not a positive one Uh, with her teachers unable or unwilling to meet her needs, she left feeling discouraged and depressed but she uh, persevered and was able to continue her studies at the indira gandhi national open university uh, graduating with a b.a in biology Uh, but it was still a challenging task to do
0: as she had to do most things uh, by self-teaching Right. Um, But she didn't stop there. She continued on in her education, eventually becoming the first person in India to qualify as a physiotherapist or physical therapist. And she has been an advocate for others in the DeafBlind community, too. Um, She has taken her own experiences within her community to have a larger conversation um, for the rights and fair opportunities for all women with DeafBlindness. Uh, She said in an interview about her work with Sense International, which is the, quote, only national level organization supporting needs based services, which enables children and adults with deafblindness to overcome the challenges caused due to deafblindness. Um, and that's according to their site. But in the interview, she said, um, My vision is a world where deafblind people will be courageous enough to challenge others. I want a world where women with deafblindness can go out without any fear in a country like ours. I want a world that is fully accessible, inclusive, and encouraging. I want to make everyone aware that there is a condition called deafblindness and it can limit a person's performance. Cons- Considerably.
1: Right. And she's been uh, vocal about the limited access to better education due to mislabeling of those with disabilities, like deafblindness, talking about how she was frustrated during school and would act out due to that and was labeled uh, as such or even labeled as, quote, dull uh, and the impact of such a negative influence. Uh, she continued in her interview, quote, low self-esteem among persons with disabilities is common, and this is largely because of the negativity of society. I want to change this. I do not want DeafBlind youth to remain dependent on others for employment. Instead, they all should have something of their own for which they need guidance, and I hope to be able to provide this guidance. They should be aware of their rights and how to use it. And within the issues of education, she's become a fierce advocate in fostering support groups for the younger generation. In our conversations about her work with Sense International India, she states, many people with deafblindness are not so fortunate to receive support, whether emotional or financial. So what we ask from our government bodies is to build an ecosystem of support that fosters and nurtures our
0: skills. And with that, um, she has emphasized the importance of accessing tech. In an interview with the Norwegian Human Rights Fund, she stressed the need for tech companies to be inclusive for people in the disabled community, as it can be a way to open up doors for communication and independence for so many. She said in her interview, technology is the key and accessibility is not a checkbox. It must be mainstreamed. When tech companies introduce new products, they need to consider us no matter what. Having a phone that magnifies text now means I can order a cab, pay for things in shops, send voice messages, use Google Transcribe, and go out into the world and flourish. And she has worked closely with Sense International as both an advocacy officer with Sense International India and public speaker as an advocate for those with deafblindness. She participated at the roundtable in COSP, uh, the Conference of State Parties, and in the 13th session of the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities, or CRPD, at the United Nations, and has recently joined the executive committee as a regional representative from India with the Commonwealth Network of Children and Youth with Disabilities to work globally for the well being of disabled children and youth during this pandemic.
1: Right. She has done a lot and she continues to do a lot. Uh, she's actually mentored uh, several activists as well, including one young lady who won an a essay contest with the UN and about how deaf blindness has affected her, but how she is continuing on, who's become a big voice, uh, especially for the youth of the deafblind community. And that's something that she obviously really, really values is just being able to mentor and push younger activists and younger uh, people in this disabled community. To uh, advocate for themselves and to be able to be heard.
0: Yes, which we love to see. I love it when yes. we see these threads of mentoring and uh, activists being inspired by other activists. So sometimes we'll talk about somebody in one of these, and then a couple episodes later, well, yeah, so we'll talk about someone else who was inspired <laughs> by the person we just talked about. That's so cool. I love that. Which I love. Yes. Yes. Well, as always, uh, if you have suggestions for people we should shout out in this segment, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever we call it, uh, please let us know. You can email us at stuffadiamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.